sometimes you just need to shake things up. If you're sitting there feeling negative, you're feeling depressed, sad, angry, and you're doing that you know, self-defeating spiral, sometimes you just need to shake things up and just do something. Go for a walk, get outside. Of course, the sunlight is very helpful. And, you know, take up something you know you can do and you enjoy, like maybe it was the cooking. I also, between uh, going blind and going deaf, had begun doing adventures. I started climbing mountains. I, I was kayaking whitewater, started running marathons. That physical activity, that sense of adventure, going to different places, different terrain, seeing the world through my feet, that feeds the soul. Stay connected to gratitude. Hit the follow button right now and join thousands of listeners tuning in each week. We're the Gratitude Seekers. Come join us. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Our guest from today is a former Army EOD tech who lost his vision and hearing overseas after an explosion. But that didn't stop him. He now run, runs ultra marathons, he owns an online fudge business, and he invests in real estate. And even more so, he is here with us to, to inspire all of us, I believe, but especially people that have hit rock bottom to live a better life and to make the most out of it. Welcome, Aaron Hale, to the Gratitude Podcast. Well, thank you very much for having me, Georgian. It's a, it's a pleasure and, and uh, an honor to be on the show. The pleasure is all mine, and I I really appreciate the fact that you are here with us. Um, in in my view, it could have been um, much easier to uh, to not do this, uh, since even communication itself, something that we take for granted each day, is is something that for you it's a bit of an effort, right? So you need to pay even more attention than we do when it comes to communication. Let me know if that's that's correct. Well, you're absolutely right. Uh, everything takes a lot more effort than it once did. You know, I've heard it say that uh, humans take in 95% of their information visually, whether reading or you know, scanning their surroundings to uh, you know, body language and being 100% blind, uh, left with the other senses. And then, of course, four years after going blind, I lost my hearing. Everything except the one cochlear implant which reduces, you know, it's not a, a perfect uh, replacement. Uh, of course, it's far better than the alternative, but it reduces that information gathering ability to uh, a tr just a trickle. So thankfully, of course, there's uh, accessibility devices and all of that uh, text-to-speech software on my computer, my phone, uh, but I tell you what, trying to read a spreadsheet with a text, uh, with a voiceover software is like playing Minesweeper on your computer. So, yes, uh, you definitely need to strengthen that, that uh, patience muscle. Uh, even before, though, the cochlear implant, there was about six months between the meningitis uh, see, I didn't. I didn't lose my 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 hearing and my sight at the same time. There, I was a, a U.S. Army bomb technician. You know, the 
the guy that defuses those roadside bombs. And one of them had detonated to take my eyes. But it wasn't until four years later, in a complication with the, my injury, when I contracted bacterial meningitis. And then I lost my hearing. But between the meningitis uh, and you know, the installation of the implant, there was about half a year of me being in complete darkness and complete silence. Uh, during that time, there was no in, there was no communication. There was no uh, none of that information input except what I could feel and 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 touch. And my entire world ended at my fingertips uh, during the. Uh, COVID quarantines and lockdowns and everybody was complaining about the feeling isolated. Yeah, of course, I, I joked, I said, welcome to my world. <laughs> Been there. But uh, um, it was, it was completely, it was very frustrating. I was very lonely. And my girlfriend at the time, my wife now, she actually began writing every letter of every word that she needed to communicate with me in the palm of my hand. Of course, uh, at the time, I was kicking myself for not having learned Braille uh, being four years earlier with my blindness, but technology being what it was, you know, it was kind of a dying art, and it wasn't necessary <laughs> until uh, all of my accessible devices were silenced. Well, it's, I think it's, it's really hard or maybe even impossible for us to actually imagine how, how it is for you, how it was for you in those moments, especially when, um, when you couldn't see anything, you couldn't hear anything. For me, it's uh, very powerful, the fact that even though you went through all of these things, you still kept your sense of humor. You still, um, you were still able to to focus on on the good things, and I think this is something that we we can all learn. Even though rock bottom is different uh, for each and every one of us, and I think that that's amazing. How were you able to? To do that, it it's certainly one of those moments or a couple of those times in my life where it could have gone either way. You know, right after the uh, bomb blast and uh, learning that I would be blind for the rest of my life. Well, and you know, of course, the meningitis and learning that I'd be Deaf, also. It was always those things I, I call my my demons that those those that internal voice that asks why me, what if. Of course, this you know, second time around, it was when is enough enough? You know, when have I paid my dues? Yeah, when have I had my fair share? Why is this happening to me? And of course. All of that. Oh, there's, there are no answers to those questions. You can't, it's impossible. And if you keep down that 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 path, it's uh, it, it ends up in this uh, you know, self-limiting, self-depressing spiral. And you know, forget the pun, but into just a world of darkness. And so I had to flip it around. I had to make it external, less about me and about others. Uh, each time, of course, using humor, self-deprecating humor often. Uh, and I got busy on things that I could do instead of telling me, I, I, you know, worrying about what things I couldn't do any longer. Instead of saying I can't, it was what can I do or how can I learn how to do it a different way. You know, 
in in the military as a bomb technician. Uh, I was a team leader with a two you know two other team members, and we would deploy to the uh, you know, overseas with a huge shipping container full of tools for everything on the battlefield that would go would explode everything from bullets to nuclear weapons and if you can imagine robots bomb suits hazmat uh hazardous material decontamination uh kits all of that and then when we get on the battlefield we get we're issued a a armored truck and it's not nearly as large as the shipping container, and we have to leave a couple of tools behind. And we do a bit of a triage about you know, what tools we need uh, or most likely need, but we still have to do the mission. There's, there's, you know, no excuse for you know, not not performing your duties, even if you you know, had to leave the tools behind. And then uh, I was in Afghanistan in my last deployment. And we were doing these dismounted patrols. We were on foot. So I could only bring what tools I could carry on my back. And my team could carry on theirs. So it drastically reduced what we could bring with us. And we still had a mission. Uh, No matter what hazard lay ahead of us or what challenge laid ahead. Uh, There's a, a... a uh, book by General Jim Mattis, call sign Chaos, and he says in there, in the Marines, uh, things being hard were never a good excuse for mission failure. And it's always stuck with me, even though today you know, I've had to leave a few tools behind, I'm still a father, a husband, a son, brother. I was you know, still in, at a soldier at heart. I have all these roles to play, these hats uh, to wear. So um, I couldn't just sit there and, you know, it, I couldn't just sit around feeling sorry for myself. So I thought about them. Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking, and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factor's delicious meals range from calorie-smart, keto-protein-plus to vegan and veggie, and they're ready in just two minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. And I was, of course, extremely grateful for having my fellow wounded veterans near me, supporting me. They, all of them, fighting their own personal battles. And I thought about what they were going through. And their struggle, you know, gave me hope for... You know, at least a, a good ending, a happy life ahead. And I got busy working on that. That's amazing. That's amazing. And um, when you were speaking about the, the tools that uh, that you still have, and um, one amazing thing is the fact that you've created um, a business that's that's related to uh, another of our senses that probably you can experience even more of since uh, you can concentrate more on it. And um, I would be very honored if you would share with us how 
Thanksgiving led to you creating uh, this this wonderful business? Well, after I'd uh, you know after my uh, illness and I was back home from the hospital, I was just sitting there at my my kitchen counter, and those those voices in my head, uh, the demons, the what ifs, the why bees, uh, were yeah were loud. The way I got busy trying to be you know, the person I know I am, despite having lost some, you know, going senseless, uh, I fell back on you know, my, my previous career. Before I was an Army bomb technician, I was a Navy cook. <laughs> I'd... Uh, I've been personal chef to a three-star admiral in Italy. And, well, uh, even though I couldn't, I couldn't see, I couldn't hear, I could still smell and taste. And I remembered how to cook and I loved to eat. So this was about the time our, our Thanksgiving uh, holiday was coming up. And we, I decided that we were just going to throw the biggest feast we were going to have a huge party, invite all the family and friends and neighbors, and we were just going to have this enormous celebration, a celebration of life and, and of course, gratitude. <laughs> so <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. So I started cooking weeks in advance. Uh, and despite not being able to, to see or hear, I, I, I just... I attacked it with passion. Um, it had been six months since the hospital, and my uh, my wife she noticed two things. I was I was standing at the stove and I was I was cooking. I was making cakes and pies and cookies and and batch after batch of fudge, different flavors and uh, nuts and spices. And each time I'd make it another batch of uh, this confection and uh, set it aside and I'd you know, put it in the freezer and, and go and make another batch. And she noticed, one, that, that she noticed a smile on my face for the first time in months. And she also noticed that the fudge was piling up <laughs> so she started sneaking it out the front door you don't have to be real stealthy around a blind diff guy but uh, she was giving it away friends and neighbors and a few of them started coming back and asking if they could buy some more for a birthday baby shower some party coming up and the capitalist in me said well of course you may <laughs> and, and all of the sudden, we had this business, and we called it uh, Extraordinary Delights, or EODFudge.com. It was a bit of a, a nod to my previous career of EOD, Explosive Ordnance Disposal. And it was, it was a couple of things. One, I was doing something I knew I could do while I learned how to do other things I was I was taking the focus off of me and what I'd lost, and I was I was just getting busy doing something. It was it was culinary therapy, and I, I, I turned it into a passion, or at least it reinvigorated a, a previous passion. And then I was giving it. Uh, I was I was I was. That's a, one of the best things about. The culinary arts is it's something that I, I can share with others. You know, these creations that I can I can feed to others and, and give them joy. So uh, it just expanded and we figured it out on the way how to run a business. And then of course we had to eventually grow out of our home kitchen into a larger commercial. Uh, you know, you know, commercial kitchen, and 
the home kitchen now is the uh, uh, research and development lab. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, that, this is such a wonderful story, and I, I think it's um, it's so inspiring for all of us, and it's it's very closely related to to gratitude because when we appreciate something, when we really enjoy it when we really put our focus into what we appreciate and we share it with others that not just brings us to hope but it actually helps us um, get over some things that might limit us one way or another and i think this is something general that we can all relate to we have some things that if we choose to appreciate them and focus on them, we can get a lot of joy, especially when we, we share them with others, right? Um, one of the things is that we are very social creatures. We need human interaction. So, of course, being blind and deaf, of course, is like I said, is very isolating. Uh, so it was just, uh, it was pure, you know, luck for me to have this, this skill of the cooking to, that there's nothing like food to bring people together. Yeah. Uh, so, so also I was bringing people together and, you know, I was, I was giving to them and they were pouring back into me, you know, that, that, um, you know, gathering of, of loved ones and being around, you know, just friends and family. Uh, and it was definitely, it was absolutely something that I needed at that time. So it's, it's one of those things. You know, of course, first it was just getting busy doing something. It, it, sometimes you just need to shake things up. If you're sitting there feeling negative, you're feeling depressed, sad, angry, and you're doing that you know, self-defeating spiral. Sometimes you just need to shake things up and just do something. Go for a walk. Yeah, get outside. Of course, the sunlight is uh, very helpful. And you know, take up something you know you can do and you know, enjoy. Like me, it was the cooking. I also between uh, going blind and going deaf had begun adv doing adventures. I started mount cl climbing mountains. I, I was kayaking whitewater, started running marathons. That physical activity, that sense of adventure, going to different places, different terrain, seeing the world through my feet, that fades the soul. And of course, everything is a team sport for me. So uh, even even lacing up and going for a run, uh, I need a guide. Uh, it's just not safe for me to step out and step off. But uh, uh, it also is that you know you can stay healthy, keep mobile, you know, physical fitness, and that social interaction, adventure, all that stuff. It feeds you know the the right places in your mind. Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factor's delicious meals range from calorie smart, keto protein plus to vegan and veggie and they're ready in just two minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com slash gratitude50 
to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm very curious. Uh, you mentioned that you, you see the world through your feet. I'm really curious how you, um, how you experience being outside, being on, a, on an adventure. How does it feel for you? Well, like anything else, you use uh, different tools, devices, uh, accessibility aids when it comes to getting outside and going on adventures. Uh, say in the mountain, you know, I, I would be with a climbing team, sometimes on a rope team, and I would follow the rope ahead of me, my guide ahead of me, following their footsteps. I would often have trekking poles. I would extend them just a little bit longer than the normal trekking pole. And I would put them out in front of me like antennae. And I would feel the path ahead of me. And I get a picture of uh, of you know that that trail up the up the mountain, and if it got uh, more precarious, steeper, rockier, I would just hand the trekking the end of the trekking pole up to my uh, climbing partner ahead of me, and I, they would use it like a guide and steer me in the right direction. And uh, it was funny. I uh, I had no idea that a blind person could do such things before actually going blind. It wasn't until I met uh, a man named Eric Weinmayer, who was the first blind person to climb Mount Everest. And wow. I, I, I sought him out. I went mountain climbing with him. I joined him as he took a all-wounded veteran team up a 19,000-foot peak in the Peruvian Andes. Oh, and my God. We got to the top, and wow. uh, somebody asked me, you just climbed this mountain. How does it feel? And I did this motion with my head back and forth. It looked, looked like I was looking around, and I said, this looks like my living room. <laughs> <laughs> but... uh it was an amazing experience, accomplishing something it hadn't even considered, wouldn't have even considered, you know, a few years earlier. And it's the same thing with with my running. Uh, I've run my, many marathons, ultra marathons, hundred mile races. In just a week, I'll be running the Badwater One Thirty Five. Um, 135 miles across Death Valley. Wow. Uh, and uh, I'll be doing it with somebody running right along beside me, a whole team helping me get to the finish line. I'll be doing it to raise money for a great cause. I have all these support systems and incredible motivators and you know, I I don't know if I'd be able to do it just on uh, personal accomplishment or that personal fulfillment, but the fact that I'm doing it to raise awareness and raise funds for a really worthy cause, doing it for others makes it all that much more. Uh, you know, gives me so much more strength. Exactly, one of the things that gratitude makes us aware of is our interdependence and i'm sure that in your situation you can you can really feel it and you can uh, i'm sure you have many people that you're you're grateful for do you want to share with us some of the people in your life that you're grateful for and why you're grateful for them absolutely uh I told you about kayaking as well. And uh, there's a, just like Eric and the mountains, there was a man named Lonnie Bedwell, who's the first blind person to kayak the entire Grand Canyon, the Colorado River, hundreds of miles in a solo boat. 
he also just came back from climbing Mount Everest. Wow. And when he came down, he called me and just said, what was, what's your address again? I'm going to send you something. He sent this little rock he brought back from the top. That's a man who's so selfless. That's a friend who's being so considerate of others. To think of me when he's doing that arduous, arduous climb up, and there could be so many other things he could be thinking of his personal accomplishments and all of that. But he remembered to pick up a small rock and break it back down. I'm grateful for people like that in my life. And I want to be that kind of person to as many people in my life as I can be. That's amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) To think that there are people like this in the world. It just it just makes you, I don't know, just uh, think about how how amazing this this world is, having these kinds of people, and um, the fact that they, even in those moments, can think of other people. It's just wonderful. And I can only imagine how it felt for you. So, yeah. <laughs> it is an incredible world full of, of amazing things, great adventures, incredible people, and just amazing experiences. Yeah, and just like I, I mentioned before, to waste time on those questions that can't be answered you know, the things we've left behind the you know things we can't do yeah you know, they shut the door to creativity they shut you know they they pull up the rug out from gratitude <laughs> and um you know turn out the lights on uh, opportunity so uh We've got to be open and we've got to be curious. And of course, we've got to be humble because that's when opportunity, opportunity imagination, creativity, and, you know, of course, gratitude come in and fill our lives. Exactly. I, I love what you just said. And I was also thinking about imagination and the fact that um, when we think about the good things or the bad things in our life, we tend to imagine different things. We tend to tell ourselves different stories. And um, when we are able to use our imagination for creating a, a good story or a better story for us, it just takes us on a on a really different path and i'm curious if um if you feel that you have gotten stronger in your imagination in your ability to to imagine things and to create things for yourself and for your loved ones of course well yeah throughout my life from uh, the kitchen to the battlefield I've had to use my imagination in creating you know, dishes to trying to figure out how to defuse a bomb with just a, a hook and a rope and whatever else I had in my backpack. Uh, yeah, the, you have to rely on you know, the, your skills and your imagination and what else, you know, your resources and people you have around you. And it's the same after going deaf and blind. I've got to be a whole lot more creative if I want to do the things and experience life the way I want to. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And uh, since you mentioned 
um, the, the resources in our life. I, I believe that gratitude helps us see those resources because when we are just asking those questions that are without answer actually, um, it leads us nowhere. But when we when we're grateful for the resources that we have, the people around us, it just creates a different perspective that about our life and about the the things that we can actually do. And I think that's so powerful and it's so important. Um, I know that Thanksgiving is your favorite holiday, and uh, I wanted to ask you um, when did it become your your favorite holiday was it always your favorite and um, whether or not this is related to you discovering gratitude itself well it's there's a bit of a toss-up between uh, thanksgiving and christmas because of course both are are holidays of giving and of course, Thanksgiving, uh, one is a, a day dedicated to gratitude. And the other reason for my, you know, Thanksgiving is my favorite is because uh, it's just an excuse for absolute gluttony. Uh, <laughs> again, I love food. That's perhaps why I run so much. But uh, yeah, no, it's. Yeah, the, it's a holiday for giving thanks, gathering loved ones around, and and you know, and enjoying each other. And it, it's just I can't imagine a better holiday than or a better excuse for gathering than joining around the table and giving thanks. That's so true. That's so true because the fact is that in, in many situations, and I'm sure that our listeners can relate to this, when people gather together, then they tend to talk a lot about the bad things. They tend to complain a lot about what's not working in, in their life or in the world in general. So definitely having a, an opportunity to share the gratitude is a whole different story right spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping cooking and cleaning up after each meal stress-free eating is just one click away this spring factors delicious meals range from calorie smart keto protein plus to vegan and veggie and they're ready in just two minutes Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. You know, it reminds me of another Thanksgiving years ago when I was on my first deployment. I was still a Navy cook and I was deployed to Afghanistan. And deployments are never, you know, a great time, right? Uh, but Thanksgiving was coming up, and I was serving a few hundred troops on this base. So for for days beforehand, I would start cooking, just like I had, you know, after you know going deaf with the fudge. I started cooking and baking bread at night, all different types of bread. And I would do these loaves, these huge crusty things. I'd weave 
a big cornucopia basket of bread and have loaves falling out of it. And then the day of Thanksgiving and the troops came in, they saw this huge spread again, this big feast. And it was, it was, I knew just by the looks on their faces, it was a big morale boost to be reminded of, of home and hearth and, and family. The food is, is, it triggers a whole lot of things, taste, smell, visually, it, it, and it brings back memories of their, everybody's home. So, uh, cooking on the battlefield as well as right here at home, um, it does something for your, uh, for your, for your well-being and your emotions. And it was, it was definitely something I, I, I was grateful to have the ability to, and the skills to do for these troops. That's amazing. That's amazing. It's such a big impact that food has on us. And like you mentioned, the fact that you feel closer to home, especially when you're so far away and you're in a place where um, it's basically hostile from many points of view. Uh, you you feel that, that warm embrace from home, right? When When you see the food when you smell the food when you taste the food it's uh, it's something so simple that we do every day uh, in our day-to-day life but we don't always appreciate and um, i'm curious aside from this so what are some things that you are grateful for in your life i'm sorry what were some things that you are grateful for in your life. How much time do we have? Uh, All the time that you need. <laughs> first, I am grateful for my loved ones, my my three boys, my wife, my parents, brothers and sister, my family. Are, uh, you know, they they keep me alive. They. You know, I don't know who or what I'd be without them. I'm grateful for my fellow brothers and sisters in arms who I've fought alongside, both on the battlefield and back home. I'm grateful for the community in which I live. In general, I'm just grateful for all the people in my life. I'm also grateful that I have my mind and my health, the ability to uh, work and create businesses. You know, I, we started with a chocolate company and then we started investing in real estate. And now we have you know, a couple of real estate businesses and I'm grateful for the ability to revitalize unloved homes, give other people uh, a place to live and create jobs and, and, you know, just breathe value and life into communities by uh, doing what we do. So I'm grateful for so much. Yeah, that's amazing. It's... um... These these simple things that we we can all think about, we can all um, appreciate that actually make us the most grateful, isn't it? The the people uh, around us, the the ones that are supporting us, and um, yeah, just the fact that we we can choose to focus on on these things. But I'm I'm guessing you might have moments when you when it's not that easy to, to feel grateful. Uh, what are some things that you advise us to do when things are harder and it's hard for us to be grateful? Would you ask that one more time, please? Sure, sure. So 
um, what are the things that we can do when it's harder for us to feel grateful? I I have a, an exercise I actually try to do. Um, uh, I try to, but I'm not always successful, uh, to do each morning. It's part of my, my wake-up routine. And whether I feel like it or not, whether I'm fully awake or not, uh, I try to write down uh, a journal in my phone three things I'm grateful for. I'm coming back to the creativity and imagination thing. It actually takes a little bit of imagination to come up with new things every single day. But just that simple act, no matter what my mood is, it begins, it just plants the seed for the rest of the day. And it, it helps just correct you know, the direction of my day by a simple degree. And uh, whether it's being grateful for uh, your know, perfectly brewed coffee or uh, grateful that I have a few more years left, hopefully, in my life. I'm grateful for simply today having the chance to do something special with it. I don't know. Um, whatever the, my, wherever my imagination takes me, but the, that, that act, it, it releases the right chemicals in my mind uh, and it, it sets me in the right direction. Wonderful. It's one of the best things to to do in the morning to start the day. Because otherwise, what I've seen is that we tend to go on autopilot and we just keep on thinking the about the things that we need to do or start worrying about usually the things we can't control, right? And far better than opening up the inbox or your mail email first <laughs> definitely yeah or the news <laughs> mm. oh yeah no no I, I can't remember the last time i read the news <laughs> yeah it's uh very important what we what we put in our mind our brain our imagination actually uh, because we create with that ultimately right mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh, i do that too i try to create uh, try to write uh something maybe a social media post or a blog or something along those lines uh, it's the same thing you know going from the three things uh, uh three things i'm grateful for that day uh, to the three things I want to accomplish that day, to consider the day having been won. Uh, if I can get those three things done, I win the day. And another thing to be grateful for. And, and then something about my life that I can share with the rest of the world. Uh, and if I, that's one of the things about. Uh, me becoming a public speaker and starting a podcast and sharing my story is that I was once told, um, I, I don't know where I, I learned it. I don't know where I heard it, but somebody said that maybe one day the story of your struggle may be the blueprint for someone else's survival. That puts a very fine point on why it's important to share. To the you know, people want to know um, how. Just like your podcast and you sharing other stories, people want to learn how others manage to get through the difficult times, so they can figure out their own. Exactly. I'm extremely. I'm extremely grateful for having a story to share and helping others out. That's amazing. And it's the the perfect ending to, to our time together because I want to ask you, where can our audience 
um, get in touch with you? Uh, where they can, can they find you online? Well, you can find me on all the major podcast platforms, Point of Impact with Aaron Hale. And you can go to pointofimpactpod.com. Perfect. Excellent. And uh, when where can our uh, listeners get the fudge? <laughs> they can go to eodfudge.com. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much for for being here, for being so open, for being so honest, and uh, for inspiring us through your story, through who you are, and what you're you're showing us that can be done. Thank you so much. You're very welcome, Georgian. Thank you for having me on the show. My pleasure. Hey, Gratitude Seeker. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview. I really appreciate it. And if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it, share it with them. It might actually be the inspiration that they need to make their day or maybe even their life much better. Thank you so much once again. This has been Georgian Benta. Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course that's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now.